Welcome to season three of Through the Marketing Lens podcast, your weekly go-to business and marketing podcast that's fluff-free to the point and filled to the brim with actual strategies that will help you to grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Katrina Aronson, and I'm a six-figure business owner turned business coach and marketing strategist on a mission to empower women all over the world to turn their dream business into wild success. And I'm not holding back. So if you're ready to make more money and more impact, you are most definitely in the right place. Oh, hello there, and welcome to today's episode of Through the Marketing Lens. I am under the weather today, so excuse my nasally tone, but we're just going to push on through it. If you are new here, welcome. So glad you found us at Through the Marketing Lens. And if you're coming back, thank you for being here. Most of our episodes are short and potent, under 20 minutes, but the last episode of the month, which is today, is an interview episode which goes a little bit longer. And in this episode, I am so excited to share something with you that is quite different. I am sharing a woman who is very potent in her field and maybe more woo-woo than perhaps I've ever gone with you. I am interviewing Candice Rasa of Rasa Healing. And if you're not down with the woo, it's cool. Skip this episode. But if you are curious or maybe you're already super spiritually versed, this is for you. Spirituality is actually a really big part of my life. And I would not say that I am religious at all, but spirituality is about, for me, it's about connection with the self and and with God and or the universe, whatever you want to call it. And I will say with you, I will say with you, I will say that the more I learn and connect with those things, spirituality, um, understanding the universe through other people's lenses, the better I get with my business, which is so interesting, but it's all about you really being able to support yourself, right? Have you got yourself? Do you believe the universe has your back? So bringing on Candice today is really exciting for me, and I know you're going to dig this episode. I'll give you a quick intro into Candice. So as I shared, she is the founder of Rasa Healing and has 13 years experience utilizing transpersonal, existential, and humanistic therapy to catapult soul-level transformation in clients. She is a therapist, and she weaves spirituality into psychotherapy, which is really freaking cool. Candace reads the Akashic Record, and she's able to help people to really understand their soul's purpose. So if you've never heard of the Akashic Record before, don't worry. We're going to dive into that with Candace. So sit tight and let's get into it. Oh my goodness, Candice. I'm so excited for this conversation. Thank you so much for being here and letting us explore what it is that you do. Awesome. I'm so glad to be here. This is going to be a really fun conversation where we're digging in so much to what you do, which is very, very cool and different. 
And before we do that, I want you to go a little bit into your story. How did you get to where you are today? What's your background? Yeah. So I have been a social worker, actually a licensed clinical social worker for over 12 years. And I have always been someone who's been interested in the deeper parts of life and understanding what motivates behavior in people. And I spent a lot of time working with some really interesting folks in jail, um, people who are HIV positive, chronic addiction. And I was really sort of connecting to these bigger questions that I noticed not a lot of other people were asking, which is, what's the point of life? And why are we in these moments um, that can be really painful and traumatic? And why are some people in them and other people not in them? And that sort of sparked a really powerful journey where after I was already licensed in a therapist for many years, I did a work exchange and took a leave of absence and studied at the Kripalu Center for Yoga and Health. And and it was there that I really got to learn from some amazing cutting edge people on, you know, metaphysics. And that's where I found the Akashic Record. That's where I found my sort of heartbeat of spirituality. And it was from that point on that every training and education I took after was in Eastern philosophy, um, Buddhism, and the Akashic Record. And when I found the Akashic Record, it was like, boom, you know, it was the thing that really um, helped me to make those connections to understand like what the soul does on planet Earth. So it's an amazing practice that I get to do every day, which is to combine Akashic Records, metaphysics, deep soul healing with mainstream evidence-based therapy. So that's the journey. Oh, that is so good. I have a thousand questions. I'm sure a lot of people that are listening do too, because look, I've heard of spirituality. I've heard of mediums and you and I have talked before. So I know a lot about Akashic Records now, but for anyone who's never heard of Akashic Records, what is it? And can you explain briefly the difference between going into Akashic Records and maybe a medium, for example? Yeah. Awesome question. So the Akashic record is um, Sanskrit. Akasha means um, ether or space. So we can kind of define it as like a space recording. I like to describe it as a library or Google. So you can search for any person um, or any living being and access information from this library or pull the book off the shelf about this soul to ascertain and uncover like deep, soul history. Essentially, you can look forward and backwards in someone's soul book and determine the karma, the relationships, the gifts and talents, the shadow energy, and really the the power of healing and the steps for healing around that. This is a practice that's really unique because it is a practice intuitively that comes through me, but it doesn't come from me. I sort of see myself as a translator. I work, you know, maybe as a librarian in the energy, whereas a medium or someone who is a psychic would um, energetically read the person in front of them. Um, in this time and space, the Akashic field is a limitless divine library where I can access information about you, not from you, but from the Akashic field and, and help you to see and connect to deeper themes. It's a powerful energy um, in that it's mentioned uh, across almost all faiths. It's not a religion, but we've um, heard probably phrases like the tree of life or the book of life or um, these sorts of things. And that's really the Akashic field. Holy 
shit. <laughs> so I've heard you explain it, but limitless divine library, just like that just blew my mind. I think that's a beautiful way of explaining it. Um, and I can see it, right. I can see in my mind and I love what you said, tree of life. We've seen this in movies. We've heard of this before we've read about it, but we've really never heard it, at least not in the mainstream talked about Akashic records. So thank you for allowing us to understand what is in your brain, at least the beginning of that. Yeah. So sure. I want to dive into a couple of things because what comes up for me as we've talked about Akashic records before is okay cool like you're able to dig into a lot about me pretty quickly but why is that going to be helpful for me as an entrepreneur and mm-hmm. why is that going to be helpful for my life moving forward yeah so i love the akasha essentially for this question, it gives you a bird's eye view or a zoom out of your soul journey and your contracts here on planet earth. Essentially, it can show you the patterns you're existing in and the karmic relationships that you're attracting, that you're attempting to work through. And when we're in it, as humans, as you may know, we're in it, right? Like we're emotional and we're a lot of times unconscious and we're walking into the same wall or attracting the same thing dressed up in a different costume. And we get really confused and we're scratching our head and we're like, why won't this door open? For example, why can't I attract different relationships or why can't I, um, you know, work with greater abundance in my business? And we, we don't really know. So we hire people and we, you know, beat ourselves through self-criticism and, we can't really get underneath what's there. The Akashic record will show you not only the point of injury of where that pattern started, potentially in a past life or even in your ancestry, but what your soul is trying to learn from it now and how to overcome it. When you can see it from that perspective, it changes the game because there's this moment of soul recognition that happens a lot when I'm with clients where I'll share something that you know, for me, I didn't know, obviously I'm just receiving information, but, and they didn't know, but on some level, on a soul level, they know, and there's like a ton of emotion around that and it just clicks. And and there's a kind of these dots that get connected, um, for someone. And in the Akashic field, they also offer suggestions, which I love. This is one of my favorite parts, suggestions related to your soul strengths and gifts. So I've, I've shared with people before, like I just get all this information about how they're great with music or drumming, or they were a an engineer in a past life or an artist. And so to be able to um, harness that information and share that with the person and guide them to seek outlets that their soul's already awesome at mm-hmm. can only enhance the journey that they're here to have. And so it just offers you almost like this amazing holographic bird's eye view of all the stuff that you need to know. Yes. Oh my (laughs) God. Okay. So when someone hears this and they feel like, first of all, it's very vulnerable to let someone else see that, right? Yes. It's also perhaps a little bit disempowering to hear that it is, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's, you can go into the past and you can go into the future, or is it just what's happened in the past? So the future Akasha, so the Akashic record, since it's a library, we're all writing our own books right now. Like this conversation 
action is in the record now, right? Because we are thinking and living and acting. And so there are um, like real time free will runs the day and is the like most powerful law of the land. So you can go forward in the Akashic field, but only from the projected place of where you are now. So that sounds really complicated, but like if you don't believe you can make it and I look in your future Akasha, I'm, I'm going to see you not making it because your free will in this moment says you can't make it. Right. Um, but if you, you know, access the wisdom within you and you harness your gifts and talents, like we can look forward in your Akasha and, and what they really, um, what they refer to it when I, when I channel is they refer to it as future timelines. It's like Bob Barker, the price is right. It's like behind door number one, you can have this. Or, or this or this, depending on how you shift your energy, because they're not writing the record. No, God's not writing the record. You're writing your own record. And I'm just reading the history that you've already written. And so you can pick up the pen and change the ending or the middle anytime you want. And what's powerful is because there is no real time and space. And that's like a whole can of worms because humans love like concreteness, but you can also go in the past and therapists know this. I mean, I know this, you can go in the past and heal wounds in this life. Why couldn't you do that in previous lifetimes? You know, so you can go in any direction and time and space to clear this stuff. And the future is limitless. Yeah. Okay. So good. I love what you said. Very sliding doors, the Bob Barker, Yes. Yeah. And that, that totally makes sense. Um, but when I say disempowering, I yes. feel you understand what I'm saying, but I feel like hearing that I have the control to change it is really important to feel safe. Is that something that you hear? Okay. Before we continue, if you like this episode, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast, wherever you listen. That just means you're going to get access whenever we release a new episode totally for free. And while you're at it, please, please write us a five-star review. It takes 10 seconds and it is game-changing for this podcast because more people can find it. And as you know, we are on a mission to help as many entrepreneurs as possible. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Yes. Oh my gosh. I mean, I think what I think the Akasha does... It, it mean it empowers people. It helps them to feel seen. I hear that almost all the time. Like, wow, I feel so seen and supported. And I feel like someone understands me and I can actually like live my best life because I think a lot of us, I know I have in certain tough moments in my life, we think life has got us, you know, that we don't have life, that we're not really the ones who can control how we experience the world. And I think the Akasha really flips that on its head and that can be overwhelming. You know, certainly that can be like, whoa, you know, I'm really like, I can have anything I want and what's between me and that. So I think it does bring that concept up, um, but inspires people to take the kind of the the bull by the horns. Yeah. So good. So you keep referring to they. Yes. They tell you this, they, they give you suggestions. Who is they? Uh I, it's funny because when I meet with people individually, I give like a spiel and that's always in my spiel because I've heard that question a lot. So I, I, you know, there are record keepers in the Akashic field, almost like little spirit guides, but they're really like, like, you know, super fancy librarians. And so when when I go there, I have this whole imagery in my head, like I'm entering this library and they're all kind of busy. They're not really interested in me, but when I'm reading the record, it's the information just comes instantly because it's like, um, so when you search here comes, you know, on Google, the list of all the things you just go through and you read them. And that's really what I'm doing. I'm just dictating and translating to the client what's coming through all my senses. Occasionally, um, there will be 
something I say, because I'm translating, that could be a bit more specific or not, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm leaving something out. And so it's as if these librarians like tap me on the shoulder, like, hey, lady, you know, don't forget chapter five or something, yeah. you know? And so there's like a, a redirect, also a support, um, like a team member, like a colleague, you know, there are these beings that I can feel and sense that are very different than the Akashic information. And how I know is because the information comes without any dialogue or, or conversation. It's not like I'm talking to someone. Mm-hmm. I'm just receiving this information and I'm translating it. But when there seems to sometimes be personalities that sort of hop in. And when that happens, it's it's differentiated as the Akashic record keepers or the librarians there. So cool. So incredibly uh, mind-blowing really when you think about like what else is truly out there and how we feel like this is it on a day-to-day. Yeah. But really you're able to remind us that there's so much more going on. And so yes. um, tell me what it's like when you are actually opening up someone's record. What is the experience like for you And what is the experience like for someone else? Do they feel it? Is there something that feels scary to them? What I want to know is, is this something that someone should fear? Is this something that someone should prepare for? Yeah, I think like what makes my work unique is that because I'm a licensed therapist and I've worked in some really heavy fields with some intense trauma, um, it's you know, I spent probably 10 years as a clinical director at addiction treatment centers. And I worked in the jails I mentioned earlier, I have a deep reverence and respect for self-determination. And the ethics around this work is just so important to me that I think it, in the way in which I transmit information is very gentle, very loving, and with the highest um, autonomy for the client. So the way that it works is I I open the record and when I open the record, I have a, like a prayer that I say, and it's just really me tuning into the radio station, so to speak, like the Katrina radio station. I, I kind of like dial that in with a little prayer and a bit of a, a moment of silence. And once I'm, once I finish that prayer, it, it really almost feels like someone's shooting me up in an elevator really fast. Like there's a body sensation around that. And it's like, boom, you know, I kind of just move really fast at this elevator. And then all of us, sudden, once I, I I guess I've reached the right floor, so to speak, information just starts bombarding me. It comes through multi-senses. So it's pictures, feelings, thoughts, all coming in. And all the information is information about my client. So I sit with it for a moment. And this is where I think the therapeutic piece is helpful. And I ask the record keepers, sometimes I'll say in my head, where should I start? Or do you want me to talk about that first? And I'll get like some confirmations around that, some kind of quiet. And then I just start and, and I start with an introduction. It's almost like the trailer to the movie. My clients love this part of the session because it's like, like, you know, they're eating popcorn, like, yeah, give me more because it's like this wild out of the gate before they ask me any questions. I don't even know who they are. And it's just like this powerful information about them. Now it can feel, um, intense. Yeah. I think you used overwhelming. It's, it's powerful work. It's deep soul transformative work. But when we open the record and and we have that intro, it's all very empowering. It's like, here's a pattern in your life and here are the strengths in your life. And here's a past life where this was connected to. So when I do that intro, it's usually about that stuff. And it's funny because I found over the years that I'm really delicate, you know, in how I transmit the information and I'll hear the record keepers in the back, like, go for it, girl, press the gas kind of thing, Mm -hmm. you know, like, 
people know their stuff. And I'm like, I hear the stuff and I'm like, oh, I want to be gentle in how I translate that. And then when I share with the client, they'll be like, oh yeah, I know about that in my life. You know, it's no mm-hmm. surprise to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do gain a lot of consent along the way. Like I'll say, oh, they're, they're, I'm sensing that there's a pattern around, for example, um, victim abuse or um, master slave dynamic. That's an archetype in your life. You know, they want to talk more about that. How do you feel about that? Do you feel ready to go there? Do you want to go there? And so I always, you know, the client has control over the session, 100%, barring that introduction um, piece, they lead the session. And I have a great, you know, prep sheet I give folks in advance to explain how they can develop questions. And I think this gives clients the experience of feeling like, you know, I'm in control here of my safety. And since I'm a therapist, I'm sort of always paying attention to if someone feels safe in the session and I'm engaging them on that as well. But people can only can go as deep as they want. I always say that in my intro as well. I'm like, look, we want to go all the way in. I'm here for it. And if you just want to ask about other things that don't feel as deep, I'm here for it. This is your record. It's not my record. I have no expectations. I'm here to serve you to receive what you're meant to receive. And the honestly, the Akashic record keepers, like they're not trying to hit anyone over the head with a spiritual brick. There's no purpose to that. The work is supposed to be empowering. So, you know, in order for that to happen, the person has to be invested. So I do a lot of engagement, a lot of checking in and permission um, asking for for the work to come through. But invariably. I think that safety means more than I can probably put in words because I think that's how people like magic happens in the session because they feel safe to go there with me. Beautiful. So good. Okay. So I have a um, pretty strong feeling that a lot of people that are listening to this are going to be like, okay, where do I actually find more about this? I want to see this in action. So is there anywhere that you can send people that they can actually see this happening without them necessarily feeling like completely vulnerable if they just want to test it out? Sure. Yeah. So I have this awesome group um, on the Mighty Networks. It's called the Rasta Healing Network. And it's an awesome space for like spiritually hungry or curious people. I have like lots of groups and courses and fun stuff and curated information about spirituality if you're new to it. But what's awesome about that platform is every month I do a monthly predictions. So I go on live and you can hop in and watch and it's free and I will channel real time. I do no prep for this. I always think, what happens if I open the record and nothing shows up? And my husband's always like, nah, it's all good. It'll always show up. So it's really fun and juicy for people who are viewing it because I'm receiving it real time as I'm sharing it with the audience. And I will transmit what they think is important to know about that upcoming month. And also what happens in those free monthly predictions is I leave an, a giant space open for people to ask questions real time and I will answer them in the Akasha. So they, you're welcome to join, to participate or just observe, but get a vibe you know, and a feel for the work. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I'm going to drop that link that you're going to give me in the yes. show notes. So no one has to dig around, but tell me if they want to dig around and find you, where do they go? Yes. So I am on Instagram and Facebook at Rasa Healing. You can follow my work there. My website, rasahealingservices.com. It's got a lot of great juicy information about the work that I'm doing. Um, And you can search for Rasa Healing Network if you're on the Mighty Networks app. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. And thank you for so much for what you do and changing the world. We can all feel that and we appreciate you. 
Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I love talking about this work. I could talk about it all day long. Um, and so I'm just grateful to be able to do it. And I think that my big why around that, right, is just helping people to feel like they have the power to be whoever they want to be and whatever pain they have, that they can transform that and make it sacred and turn it into the medicine that they want um, to share um, in the world. So I'm so grateful to be able to do it. Thanks for letting me talk about it today. Amen, sister. All right. I hope that you learned something new today. I know that I did. I always do when I get to speak to Candice. Being an entrepreneur and navigating our own kind of clunky paths, uh, it doesn't look the same for everyone else. And it is absolutely a personal growth journey. We are, as entrepreneurs, constantly tested and challenged and asked questions that if we don't know the answers to it, it can really rock our foundation. And this is what brings me to all of this self-exploration and um, how can I be even more firm in the things I believe or, you know what, question the things that I believe. And whatever that looks like for you, it is always a good thing. So as I mentioned, Candice does free monthly readings. So we're going to drop that link into the episode description it's pretty freaking cool. So that is for you right there. Hop into it, sign up for it. And that, my friend, is how we see it through the marketing lens. I hope this episode helps you to grow your business and of course, your perspective. Thank you so much for trusting me with your very precious time. And I will see you here next Tuesday for a brand new episode. Hey, if you like what you're hearing, take a second to share this episode with someone that it might help. Maybe that's a fellow entrepreneur or a team member or even your mom. But the absolute best thing you can do is to screenshot this podcast on your phone and then put it on your Instagram stories and tag me at Katrina Aronson underscore consulting. By sharing this podcast, you are helping us to grow and most importantly, helping to lift up others around you. Thank you so much. We appreciate you more than you know.